Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. And we welcome to the show Constable Brad Yo with the London Police Department. Good morning, Constable. Good morning. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, good to have you back. You're in here a couple weeks back for the Don't Drink and Drive show when Jim and I were getting a little silly on the old wobbly pops. Yeah, that was uh, it was a fun fun show. Uh, glad you had me there. We got got the message out, but we had some fun as well. Yeah, did you get some good feedback? You hearing from people that uh, said that the message was a successful one? Yes, I even had someone as far as Simcoe uh, right into the police station thanking me and thanking you guys for doing that show. So that yeah. was great. We we were getting messages, stuff like, man, you really drove that home. I've rolled the dice a couple times, but not anymore. It's it's pretty easy to get to a point where you could ruin your life if you're drinking and driving. And that's why we wanted to have you on this morning, because uh, something new taking effect in Canada as of today. Police officers across the country... If they pull you over, if they legally pull you over, they will be able to force you to do a breathalyzer um, without any suspicion that you've been drinking, correct? Yeah, so today is the day. It's called mandatory alcohol screening. So what mandatory alcohol screening, it, it allows an officer who has an ASD or an approved screening device with them in their possession to require a person who's operating, and they've, they've renamed motor vehicle to conveyance, uh, so operating a conveyance to immediately provide a sample of their breath upon demand. You still give a demand. The police officer still gives a demand that you provide a sample. So you can still refuse. And if you choose to refuse, you face criminal consequences as a result of that. It would be the it's, same as before. So if you refuse, it's like it's basically like getting a DUI, right? It, it's the it's actually uh, depending on what you would um, what your breath would register. It could be worse. The the minimum fine is or sorry a mandatory fine is two thousand dollars for refusal. And then it's based on what you, your sample of breath, 80 milligrams to 120 is a $1,000 minimum fine. Um, 120 to 160 is 1500 and above 160 is 2000 So it's not the same. Actually, refusal is the highest punishment if you choose not to provide a breath sample. I guess that makes sense because you guys want that sample. So the deterrent is there. You're better... I, taking the gamble of blowing in the machine, I guess. What if out of principle they don't agree with the, with the law and they don't want to provide a breath sample, but they haven't drank anything either? Well, well uh, Jim, if you choose not to provide a breath sample and it's a, it's a lawful demand that's made to you now, uh, you face the refusal consequences Still and you can take that up with the judge in court. Mm -hmm. But it's a lawful demand now, as of today, that you have mandatory alcohol screening. So anytime that you're stopped, whether it's for a valve tag, uh, turn signal, speeding, um, cell phone, whatever you're using, a lawful stop. So there's no new stopping power. Okay. It's the same your, as before. Your sticker hasn't been renewed. You have a tail light out. Those are valid reasons yeah, to pull yeah, someone those are valid over. Yeah, any regular offense on the highway traffic act. So those are perfect examples. Your valve tag, cell phone, speeding, all the same things that you're being stopped for before. It's not new stopping power. It's just when you're stopped... Now we have a power to demand a breath sample without suspicion. So we don't need to have an admission. We don't yeah. need to detect an odor. We don't need to see an observation such as like an open beer can in the car. We can just demand that you provide a breath sample. We're getting messages here in the studio, and we had a couple calls earlier. People very concerned that the police are going to take advantage of this. Because it, really, you could just say, oh, the guy was swerving, so I pulled him over and, and give anyone a, uh, a, a test. And part of me is like, whatever. If you're not guilty, then what do you have to worry about? Right? If you haven't been drinking, who cares? Blowing the thing and you're on your way. Yeah, and, and 
we as a police service and, and many police services around the, uh, the province are going to be conducting these in, uh, in a fair um, process. So if it's a, say we're doing a ride program, it's, um, I, I know it'd be really nice for us to test every single person, but it actually takes some time. Yeah. So instead of testing every car that comes through, it might be the every 20th car or something along those lines, and then we'll have a ticker and every 20th car gets it. So it will be um, mandatory, but it will also be a fair process. Do you think, is it up to the officers to use their judgment? Like if you pull over a car and you don't suspect the person's been drinking, are you going to bother to give them that breathalyzer test? So you have to have it with you, and the officer has that ability to do that. Um, that's, that's what we're saying. The officer has the ability to do that, and that's the deterrent part of it. So we want people to think that every time they're going to get stopped, they have to provide a sample of breath, and they choose not to drink as a result of that. Yeah. There's a possibility, but there's no guarantee that you're going to do it just because you get pulled over because yeah, you're speeding. No, exactly. Just because you get pulled over, you, you, you may not have to do it. Um, but we want people thinking that you might have to. And when you might have to, when you do have that first drink, second drink, possibly third drink, or wherever you are, you're thinking twice about that, and you're thinking, I might get stopped for rolling a, rolling a stop sign. Yeah. And, and next thing you know, I'm providing a breath sample. Where before, and we know based on stats, some people sneak through the officer that they're dealing with. And, uh-huh. and this is a... This is a um, a way that no one can sneak through. Yeah, we got some more messages coming. I feel like a lot of these messages are the people who probably should be taking breathalyzers or sending <laughs> these messages in there. They're the people who are worried that they're not going to be able to get away with it anymore, right? Well, <laughs> that is the end result. Um, now, that being said, we don't want to arrest more people. We don't want to arrest anyone, actually. We, like I said on the show we, before, we had 153 this year. We don't want any. Um, it would be beneficial to us if we weren't stopping impaired drivers. So if people didn't drink and drive, we wouldn't have to do that. Yeah. So I, if, we, if we can deter it up front, then that actually saves it for everyone. It, it does seem like maybe these people are upset that they can't get away with it, but I don't really like that logic where it's like, if you have nothing to hide, what's the problem? It's like when they say, well, if you, do, if you have nothing to hide, why do you care if the government goes through your emails? Like you should have a right to privacy in certain aspects if you've done nothing wrong. Sure, um, and, and and you know, it's, clearly it was it was debated in the Senate um, originally. It was pushed through, and the Senate um, said no to it. And then they had pressure, and they ended up putting it in. It's in a lot of other countries, yeah. and, it, and and at the end of the day, it works. I hear in um, Australia, if you go through a roadside stop like a ride program, every single person blows into the breathalyzer. Imagine that. Hmm. Yeah. So it, it, it and and it works. Stats the stats in those other countries say that it works in minimizing um, collisions on our roadway and impaired drivers on our roadway. Is this because marijuana is now legal in this country? Do you think this would have been pushed through if marijuana still was uh, prohibited? Well, it's, we can't do a mandatory test for drugs at the side of the road. It's okay. only for alcohol at this point. So it all came in with the same legislation and the same bill as marijuana and the cannabis legislation. Um, but it's only for the detection of alcohol at this point. Are you worried that the battery budget at the London Police Force is going to go up because of all the batteries you have to change in those breathalyzer machines with the increased number you're doing? I guess it is a possibility. We're going to have to look into uh, purchasing some extra batteries. Okay, so as of today, this is another reason not to uh, get behind the wheel of a car after your holiday party if you've been imbibing. London Police... 
Police right across Canada, if they pull you over for any legal reason, they can give you a breathalyzer. Constable Brad Yo, thanks for your time this morning, man. Thanks for having us. Police now, if they pull you over for any legal reason, they can give you a breathalyzer. They don't have to have suspicion or any evidence that you've been drinking. They can just say, hey, blow into this thing. If you refuse, you're going to get the same charge as if uh, they did suspect you were drinking because you smell like alcohol or if you refused a breathalyzer test at any point up till now. And it's not good. You can get in big trouble because of this. Jim, you think it uh, infringes on our human rights? Not not in an extreme way. I, I'm still on the fence, but I can understand the argument why people wouldn't want it to happen. It, it reminds me of carting, you know? It, that could lower crime rates, too, if you just go up to random people on the street that have done nothing wrong and interrogate so them a little bit. can I see your identification? Yeah, but they've taken that away because it was targeting certain people and it seemed like it was unconstitutional, right? So that's mm. kind of went away. This kind of reminds me of the same thing. I don't know who they target that would be, uh, you know, that would show some sort of prejudice or something like that, but... I don't know. Like some people are saying, oh, is driving a right or a privilege? Well, it's a privilege, but you do have a right to privacy. Sure. Just like owning a, you don't have a right to own a computer, but you have the right to be private with that computer and not have the government snooping into your computer for no reason. If, if I don't think there's much of a difference here. If they want to give you a breathalyzer now, there's or last week, they were still going to give you a breathalyzer test. Yeah. yeah. They could say, oh, I smelt alcohol, even if they didn't. Like, who's who's there other than the police officers and the person driving the car? They say, if they, if they think you're drunk, they're going to give you a breathalyzer test. And still, why would they bother? Unless they suspected that you've been drinking, mm-hmm. why would they give you a breathalyzer test now? Well, that, that's what you just said. Why bother? I mean, if you don't have reasonable, reasonable suspicion, then why bother? Yeah. They, because it's a deterrent. They want you to know that if you get pulled over for anything, there's a chance you're going to have to blow into the breathalyzer. Yeah. And I mean, if it does reduce impaired driving and accidents and people getting hurt, I, I, it's, a, it's a good thing, I guess. But uh, impaired driving has, got, has been going down. So I'm just, it's just surprising that they brought this in now. For some reason, mm. like you'd think you'd be focusing on uh, texting and distracted yeah. driving. I don't well, know. The fines for distracted driving have gone up now too. You want to pay great. a thousand dollar fine? Yeah, I think check that's, your phone in traffic. Yeah, totally. I think that's uh, totally justified. Yeah, you could stop at any light here in the city of London. You look around, you can pick out like fifteen people on their phones, Instagramming, Facebooking, text messaging. That's a that is a real problem. Mm-hmm. So is so is drinking and driving. Absolutely, sure. it's just weird that it's happening now. But I, if the, I don't know, you can you can justify anything by saying it'll lower crime rates too. So I, I don't think it's that much of a violation. It's you know I'm on the fence. Like I said, hi FM ninety six. Morning. Um, I'm one of those guys that doesn't drink at all. Haven't drank for years and years. Anybody offers me anything, no thanks. Yet, um, at a Christmas party I was recently at, had a dessert, and then somebody's like, oh. There's 1% sugar alcohol in there. Uh-huh. Do you think anything like that would even register? No, that wouldn't. Uh, we had the Don't Drink and Drive show, and we were asking about, like, 0.5% beer. It would not register at all. You would have to eat about 700 of those desserts to get drunk. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> so right, you have nothing to worry about. Thanks, man. Hi, FM 96. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's going on? Well, I hope they use this new breathalyzer rule to crack down on the Dewey scooters. The, yeah, well, what's that? He said that the, the name of motor vehicle has been changed to conveyor? Conveyance. Conveyance? So that means e-bikes. 
So that means all these idiots that get a DUI and then go out and buy an e-bike and rip around the street without insurance right. now have a way of getting a charge put against them for operating a conveyance. That also will apply to, I guess, to pedal bicycles as well, like a two-wheeled bicycle. Uh-oh. Um, See, because that, that used to be my go-to when I was in college. I'd ride my bike to a Yeah. Bike, right? I even taped a flashlight to my bike so I could see at night so I wouldn't get pulled over. I well, thought that was I, I, I wasn't always, wearing a helmet. But. I always figured, but I guess if you think about it, I always figured that if anyone was going to get hurt riding a bike after a few beers, it would just be me. me. But yeah. if a car swerves to avoid you, hits another car, or goes up on the sidewalk, I mean, you could... Hit somebody else. Yeah, yeah, you could cause some problems. Major. Thanks for the call, man. No problem. You wanted to comment, sir? The conveyance. Yeah. Um, that portion. I don't know if anybody's called in yet or not. No. But it uh, it does not include bicycles. No, so you can still ride a bike after a couple of beers? Yeah. So it's it, what conveyance does, it just rolls all of that different stuff into. So the criminal code used to say motor, motor vehicle, vessel, aircraft. Conveyance now just means motor vehicle, aircraft, railway equ- equipment, so like a train and uh, whatever else. What about the e-bikes? Are the e-bikes in there? If you are riding an e-bike and it's using the electric motor, then, yep, that you get an impaired. If you're on, say, like a traditional moped and you're not using the motor, you're using the pedal, then it's a bicycle. So you're fine. <laughs> hmm. Could I get yeah. a DUI on a railroad pump cart? <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, that's like muscle power. You, you and, and I on each yeah. side pushing the thing up and down? That's muscle power, so no, you're good. Oh! <laughs> As well, so if it's that's how we're power, getting down to Richmond Row now, Jim. <laughs> the old pump cart from my place. Parker outside <laughs> Molly Blooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're good with muscle power. Anything else that's got a motor that you're using the motor, even in theory, even those little... Uh, it's, uh, walking aids like the scooters or whatever. The, if it's an electric motor, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can get one. Like the accessibility but, uh, scooters. Jeez. Yeah. But, and and how do you like, know all this? I'm in the know. Let's oh, I thought this know. was Officer Yao calling back. No. No, no, no. No, I, um, yeah, I'm not authorized to, to call in, so I'll just leave it at that. Okay. But, yeah, so that's kind of the new thing. The conveyance just sort of rolls all those into one. Thanks for the uh, information. That guy's either a, a cop, a lawyer, or just a dude who's had a lot of DUIs. <laughs> you be careful, Jim, if you're at the bar and you ask a, a lady if she wants a ride home on your pump cart. <laughs> Could get <Yeah>. slapped. <laughs> One more message on this new breathalyzer uh, law that takes effect today. Police can make you blow. They don't need to be suspicious or have a reasonable uh, cause. They just... They pull you over for a legal reason. They can make you blow into the thing. Message here, text message. This new law will be challenged and probably will be considered unconstitutional. It really depends on how much you value freedom. What's next? Come inside my house and do a search without reasonable grounds. Every investigation should only be started after reasonable grounds have been established. More power to the police will increase police corruption that's actually proven in every country where the police have more power than their citizens. I 100% agree this will be challenged. Someone definitely is going to challenge the the change to these laws, and it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Did my Christmas shopping yesterday, Jim. You did. I think I'm pretty much done. Wow, that's pretty early. Yeah, a a week week out. Yeah. Impressive. couple little stocking items left to buy for my wife, but I I think we're good to go. I have done one thing. My nephew. Your nephew's done. Yeah, I bought, I bought for him. I still have to buy for my parents. 
My lady friend, her parents. Have oh, you bought God. your lady friend anything yet? Oh, didn't you order a gag gift I did. online? It wasn't a gag gift. I just regretted buying it after. Well, you told me what it was, and then I asked you if it was a gag gift, which made you feel like you better go out and buy something else in, cal- in case she feels the same way, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, <laughs> I definitely it's need a backup. It's, it's a cute gift. It's but cute, but it, it's definitely not jewelry. Yeah, but isn't jewelry like, what is jewelry? You know? It's something that lady friends tend to really enjoy. Yeah, that they can make their friends jealous with. But you're not going to dump her before Christmas to avoid giving her a present. I was debating it. <laughs> it would be easy. Well, check this out. Uh, that, uh, according to the website eHarmony, is called scrooging. This is the new term. You know how you have ghosting if you're dating somebody and then you just completely stop texting them back? Mm-hmm. That's ghosting. Well, scrooging is the act of dumping someone before the holidays to avoid having to buy them a gift. <laughs> According to the research, one out of ten people have scrooged somebody. Oh, man. And men are, are more likely to scrooge than women are. Not surprising. But you know what? It's almost better to scrooge them. Than to give them hope. Like, if you can make it through Christmas, you think you have a solid relationship and you're setting up expectations. So if the, if you're not feeling it, you should dump somebody before Christmas and New Year so they can go out and enjoy themselves. What is it called when you scrooge somebody and then you get back together after Christmas once, once the gift buying phase is over? Is it a New Year's resolution? <laughs> <laughs> Resolving your relationship? You got to wait till after Valentine's Day, though. It's got to be late Feb. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if you're smart, Februgging. If you think you're out of the woods here because we're uh, we're a week away from Christmas, you're wrong. Um, apparently, the stress of buying Christmas presents this week is something that leads a lot of people to pull in the old Scrooge Act. Say it's, it's screw it. It's not worth it anymore. Right. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what to get them. Except Scrooge. <laughs> you, you do three laps around the parking lot at the mall. Nope! It's over. <laughs> you know what? It would be easier if I just dump them. <laughs> huh. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> what? Hmm. I'm just trying to figure out, Jim, if there's some way I can Scrooge you for the holidays. What? <laughs> If I can uh, break up with you, and then maybe we can get you back just after Valentine's Day. <laughs> so get me fired. Get you well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or get you put on uh, temporary leave, mm-hmm. and then we'll bring you back after Valentine's Day, so I don't have to buy you a Christmas or Valentine's <laughs> Day gift. You'd only be spending like thirteen dollars anyway. I already bought you a gift. Have you? Are we? Well, I'm giving you a gift. I don't know if you're getting me anything. But. I wasn't planning on it, but now I guess I have to. <laughs> do you ever do this? I, w- I went shopping and I saw something, and my wife was with me. I'm like, I showed it to her. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta get this for Jim Kelly, and she's like, yeah, that's hilarious. And then I bought it, and I got it home, and I was sitting there looking at what I bought you and, and admiring how brilliant this gift is. And then I'm like. Does he already have this? I do that all the time. Yeah, and I'm thinking, did I did I think this was a great gift for Jim because I've seen it at his house already? Yeah, huh. Well, now I'm intrigued, but I've done that too. It's like, 
Because you're so confident that they must yeah. like it, but He's it's gonna probably because this. you've already seen it in their home. Right, or if, you, if you're going to love it that much, you probably know it exists mm-hmm. and you've already bought it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Tough one. I hope you don't have it because it's hilarious. If you do have it, I'll keep it for myself. Okay. But I think you will enjoy it a lot more than I would. Huh. You'll never, ever, don't even bother trying to guess what it is. You'll never guess. Well, then I definitely don't have it, then. Mm, you might have it. <laughs> is there possibility a possibility that I could use, too? No. <laughs> Unless one of them got ruined, then you'd use the other one. But if you have one that functions, you don't need the other one. Hmm. You excited now? I am. I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> Friday, you want to do our, yeah, our yeah. gift exchange on the air? Yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll make you a gift. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. there's you know, somebody so unique, you can't buy them something off the shelves. Yeah. You have to create something for them. That's and what I was thinking. They're funny, too. When you make the gifts, you always are, are very creative with those. But just so you know, I throw them out immediately after the show. It's not about the gift. It's about the it's moment. It's about the moment. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, those are nice, but also like a real gift that I'd actually like. Put a little thought into it like I have. <laughs> You want to come over to my place later today, take a look around, find something I already have, and go buy it at the mall? <laughs> and if you are wondering what to get uh, your child for Christmas, the hottest toy apparently out there this year is a unicorn that poops glitter. Hmm. And what a name. The Poopsie Slime Surprise Unicorn. What? Yeah. Doesn't it sound like fun? The Poopsie Slime Surprise Unicorn. Oh, that's nasty. Costs uh, $80 Canadian. It's a a plastic toy unicorn that looks like it's wearing a diaper. And if you uh, press a button or something, it it poops out unicorn slime. (laughs) Okay. What is this? <laughs> it seems like a joke. Poopsie surprise unicorn. Over 20 surprises. Each sold separately. $80 for this thing? With over 35 exclusive Oh, and you can buy extra poop slime, too. And make sure you get enough poop slime to last you the holidays. Literally, how did somebody come up with this idea? This is the dumbest idea Drugs, ever. Man. It must be. <laughs> Drugs, I'm telling you. All children's toys and children's television programs, the people coming up with those ideas are stoned AF. <laughs> 80 bucks. Be careful. The glitter poop can be hard to clean out of, uh, out of some materials. And if you leave the slime in the unicorn too long, you may have to perform a toothpick colonoscopy <laughs> because... It gets all hard up in oh, there. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, little little poopsie unicorn glitter slime constipation. <laughs> you got to clean out the uh, sparkly spackle and paste. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Are they, I'm looking on indigo.com. It says they're out of stock. Oh, my God. They're sold out. They're sold out. I don't know if they're selling on eBay or anything like I'm on that. eBay right now. $89.95. You can buy one for. They're jacking up the price. And I wonder if you'd be able to get it delivered before Christmas, too. Hmm. Poopsie supply, surprise. Poopsie slime surprise unicorn. I wonder what would happen, as a joke, if I bought some glitter from a craft store and just ate it for three days. Do you think I would poop out like a glitter? 
log or would it yeah or would i die <laughs> he might die <laughs> but for of course you would poop glitter have a glittery poop if you ate glitter for three days straight i know i just don't know if it would lose its color or something don't or... do it well it'd be funny though right for a photo you trying to be popular with the kids <laughs> <laughs> why would you do it I know it's dishonest, but have a normal bowel movement and then just roll it in glitter. Season it afterwards? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you could. I didn't just say. Right. Yeah. Arts and craps. <laughs> Artificial intelligence. Pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. It really it's scary, is. scary, man. Yeah. Going to take over the world, but as you'll hear in a second, they're not quite there yet, those robots. A company called Made by AI just programmed some artificial intelligence to create five new instrumental Christmas carols. Hmm. They fed it a hundred of the most popular Christmas songs of all time so it could learn the melodies, the themes, the instrumentation, and even the names. And then it did what it could, came up with an algorithm to create what it thought would be the perfect Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number five. This song is called Merry Jingle Log. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. Merry Jingle Log. Christmas song created by artificial intelligence. So it is just the instrumental, eh? Yeah. I was hoping a robot voice to start singing. It sounds like a ringtone. On like an original Nokia phone? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling Mary Jingle Log. The thing is, you can just hit a bunch of random bells and it's just going to sound <laughs> yeah. like a Christmas song. Here's uh, number four, Artificial Intelligence Christmas Songs. This one is called, <laughs> the name is amazing, Coco Jolly Fluff. <laughs> Coco Jolly Fluff. Yeah, total ripoff. <laughs> it is. It's Carol of the Bells, right? Merry Christmas, Merry 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 Christmas. What? This, what is this robot, Robin Thick? Just yeah. stealing everybody else's tunes? This could be the first time that an artist sues artificial intelligence for plagiarism. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Song number three, Artificial Intelligence Christmas Songs, <laughs> Peaches Twinkle Leaves. <laughs> no. Yeah, these are a bunch of hacks. No. They're, they're, this is the same melody almost. It's a very yeah. rapid note. That one almost sounded like the background of an original Nintendo game. <laughs> Artificial Intelligence Christmas song number two. At this point, I'm just doing it for the names because yeah. the songs so far have been terrible. Song two is Cinnamon Holly Bells. <laughs> Again! All right, gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Cinnamon Holly Bells. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not good. Not good. 
And number one, this is the the top, the cream of the crop here with artificial intelligence Christmas songs. AI came up with syllabub chocolate bells. <laughs> They're all the same. Syllabub chocolate bells. <laughs> Sounds like a lyric in Bohemian Rhapsody. Syllabub. Syllabub chocolate bells. Syllabub chocolate bells. Miss Miller. Well, I feel a little more confident that we're not going to get taken over by robots in the next couple years. Yeah, the artificial intelligence apocalypse is coming someday. But I think we're safe for now. But Jim, you say you uh, you found a Christmas carol, your new favorite Christmas carol you want to <laughs> yeah. play for everybody. Because we always complain how hard it is. Like, Joel the Lump of Coal by The Killers is like the latest new song. It's actually a good Christmas carol. It's hard to come up awesome with Christmas something carol, catchy yeah. that, that like just well, embodies Christmas. the test of time. Exactly. Now, I think we found one here. Now, we haven't heard from this artist in a while. Little John. Yeah, okay. That guy. He was on The Apprentice, wasn't he? He was, yeah. He was big. Trump denies knowing him now, because <laughs> he's never met him, even really? though he was on two seasons of The Apprentice. Huh. Well, I remember him from high school. He was the biggest thing going when I was in high school. He was in yeah, every yeah. dance track. To the windows! And now he's back with a, uh, a Christmas song called All I Really Want for Christmas. And it's starring him and the Kool-Aid Man. And it's a banger, I'm telling you. So the Kool-Aid Man, what, is he a rapper? No, no, like literally the Kool-Aid Man. <laughs> no. It could is be this, like LL Cool J kind of sounds right. like that, but is no. This, is this an advertisement for Kool-Aid? I don't know, but like Kool-Aid Man, it's a giant red pitcher of Kool-Aid with his smiley face. <laughs> and he enters the scene by breaking into the door, Taz. Oh, 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 yeah. Wait till the verse kicks in because it just everything you want to hear about Christmas. I guess this is just the uh, Kool-Aid Man solo. A bit of a one-note character, but... Uh, <laughs> here, I want to play this part of it, too, where he starts like singing like all the Christmas carols. Christmas. Not in this song. I'd give it like a two and a half stars. Yeah. But this is, I think this might be a five star Christmas song. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, we have plenty of songs around Christmas to make us depressed, you know, and stuff like that. Or sentimental. Yeah, wants to make us fall in love, but we don't have any like club beats for Christmas. Yeah. It's about time. And what a team up. The oh yeah guy and the yeah guy together at last. <laughs> 
That's funny. We'll post the video on the FM 96 Facebook fan page if you want to put it on while you're decorating the tree tonight. Lil John and Kool-Aid Man knocking it out of the park. Oh, oh yeah.